one and only D-Go Double G. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. You know what happened with the D-R-E. Philly Sports, Love and Pain. I'm Dave. That's Kenny. Hi. Kenny Kenny has uh, advised me that he has something very important to get off of his chest. So, Kenny, without further ado. Franco, 65, better known as Raiders Frank, 65. You're a piece of shit. I hope you never... DM me. No, not even DM. Mention my name again, you animal dinosaur looking bitch. How have you not been blocked by that guy? I yet? don't know. It's impressive, honestly. He's so stupid. You know what's funny? Every that dude, every single thing that dude tweets, I disagree with almost. <laughs> almost almost literally everything. It's one out of every 355 tweets you can agree with. So the re so the most recent saga, just to fill everyone in. <sighs> Is that Kenny, this dude, Rada Frank, um, <laughs> RF for short, <laughs> uh, this dude um, got mad because um, people were leaving the Carolina game in disgust uh, of their team uh, by getting drubbed in at, at home in game seven. And he felt like that was um, that was not acceptable. Poor. Poor, f- poor fanship. That's what he was saying to me. Right. Not a good, not a good fan. So Kenny, where do you stand on this? <laughs> oh, I didn't even see the, Oh, I didn't even see this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so this is what I go. Game seven with 13 minutes left and they're leaving. Nice fan base. He got there, Carolina. This is why I hate when fun guys, hockey cities have success. No storm surge tonight. Stay for what? A moral victory is what I said. Mm-hmm. He said they were down four nothing with thirteen minutes left in game seven. You don't fucking leave. And I was like, You're acting like it's two one, Frank. Chill. And then this is where this is what sets me off every time someone says something to me. You're not a real fan if you leave the game if you leave game seven early. You stay for handshakes. You have no respect for the sport if you leave game seven early. And then I said I said, My God, what a terrible take. Just another dinosaur roaming the earth with terrible takes. And I didn't see this because some of us work. He's from Willow <laughs> Grove, by the way, because I can see where he you know, tweeted from. He said, dinosaur in quotes is quite disrespectful. and tells me you are a young guy with no respect for older people. And you're going to get, get another one. Lick my nuts. Well, Kenny, you might, you might want to start respecting your fucking elders, okay? <laughs> I, I hate that take so much more than anything in the whole entire world of being a fan of sports, this take of you're a bad fan. You're a shitty fan. You're a stupid fan, whatever kind of fan you're, you're not a good fan. If you don't support your team losing five to one, no, you're, you're big. Your big hot button, honestly, is not even that specific. Your big thing. Your big hot button is whenever anyone says the phrase, you're not a, you're not a real fan. If, it doesn't matter what they say after that. <laughs> That's you, true. That is like your, as soon as you hear that shit, you're like, what, what, what? And it's not even like, it's like a question towards me. It's just like, no, everyone that, everyone that was in Carolina is, and left are the smartest fans at a game. <laughs> Why would you sit there, watch your team get 
annihilated. And then some other dude was like, well, they scored quickly. And then it was 4-1. And then the Rangers literally scored in seven seconds. Immediately, right. Immediately yeah. afterwards. So, like, and, and I agree with them. Like, at the time when I'm watching the game, I'm like, okay, they got momentum. They might be able to. And then, boom, it's over. Chris Kreider scores that goal. The game is over. What moron is going to sit there and watch (laughs) handshakes for your team that's losing and then sit in traffic? Here's the thing. And I don't really know how I feel about this. I I have to, I'd have to actually think about how I would, what I would do, but I I think I don't, I wouldn't leave with like 10 minutes left. I wouldn't fine. Yeah, I would stay. You can't, you can't, you can't attack the people that did leave though. I, I, I don't think you can either. No. No, not when the team's performing that badly. No, if it's like three, one with like three minutes left. Yeah. You don't leave. I can understand that argument. Yeah. It's five, one. What do you think is going to happen? <laughs> they had their worst game all year. It's not like one bad game in the playoffs all year. Yeah. How bad is the traffic in Carolina though? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I just, I, it's, it's, it's very weird to me. I know Philly is not the only this Philly is definitely not the only place that does this, but you know, the, like we have like weird standards that we set for people, uh, fans and they all have to be the same. Like you're not allowed to be like, you have to be this type of fan. You have to do this or you're not a fan like X, Y, and Z or, or you're not a real fan. And like, what the fuck is a real fan? There's no such thing as a real fan. Everyone is different, man. Like everyone doesn't have time to sit down and watch fucking 14 hours of NFL football on Sunday. Does that make you not a good NFL fan? Like what the fuck does that mean, dude? Listen, and, and as I've gotten older and obviously now that I have a wife, you know, time is important as shit when you're trying to, you know, when you get that time, right? Like I like the video game. I don't get the video game as much as I want. If I did this with the Sixers when they were losing by like 35 points. I hopped off and then I played video games. Like time is what you make of it. And if you don't want to waste your time watching your shitty team performing a game seven, I can't fault you. I can't fault you. 10 minutes left. Maybe right. Like I could, you could argue that case. Okay. Maybe it's a little too early, but it's not in that circumstance. Like every day, maybe, but like Kreider just scored and destroyed that building. So like, is this a generational thing? Like, and, cause he's got, cause you, I mean, you know, you see a picture of him. So you know, kind of how old he is roughly. He's 65. I have his, no, he's 57, 57. All right. So like, is this a generational issue? Like, is this, is this a, um, cry baby? You guys are just cry babies because you just want to win all the time. So you can't handle staying when the team is losing. Is that what this is? I, I, we, you know, it's, it's, no, I think you're right. It's like the, the older, like, Oh, we, we saw the broad street bullies, you know, we, <laughs> the guts and the blood and the, the heart and the soul of Philadelphia. Shut up, Frank. Shut up. Right. But oh then at the same, God. at the same time, he'll like, and then we're perfect. I'm only, I'm only referencing Frank right now because it's all we have to reference, uh, like off the top of my head, but like he'll, he'll also tweet st- stuff like, um, you know, uh, I think we care about the Phillies more than they care. Well, then you can't say stuff like you can't say shit like that when the reason that you're staying at the end of the hockey game when your team just got their fucking faces stomped 
is the only reason is to see them shake hands with the other team that just murdered them and then raise their sticks and say, thanks for coming. Oh, that's hundred percent. Stick well, that, that makes you a better. I come on, bro. That's you, a, you, nah, that's not a good argument, man. And I, you know, when you were like, I don't know, you know, I don't know where it stems from. I, I, I think when I was a kid, man, like, cause my brother, you know, he's five years older than me and he used to just trounce me in Madden. I used to get like real offended cause I was a Jaguars fan. Shout out uh, Mark Brunel, a big Mark <laughs> yeah. Brunel guy. Um, I, he used to play with the Jaguars and just shit, shit kick them. I wasn't even playing. I'd be like, stop it. Turn it off. I don't even want to watch it. Yeah. So like, I think I've always been like this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's the thing. Uh, I don't know. Well, video games definitely did change people. Honestly, mm-hmm. when it comes to that type of thing, like, like, dude, think about the people that play online and just like quit like that screen. Like it's the, like your opponent has left the, the whatever, like that's, that's a meme now at this point, you know, yeah, like, and again, like it, it's all about time management. If you're playing a video game and you're <laughs> down seven, nothing in the second, you're not coming back. I don't care if you're the world's greatest <laughs> NHL 95 or I ain't got time for that. Yeah, no, no, you leave that game. But anyway, so that was my little rant for the day. I don't know if I can start with a tangent, but that's my tangent for the day. I'll get another one in here. Don't you worry. Oh, don't worry. I got one actually today that we're probably going to touch on eventually as long as I remember. Um, but real, I mean, really what we were going to start with uh, aside from uh, this was just the fills. And you, I mean, you listen, you know me, you guys, you guys that listen, know me. Uh, I am like the ultimate optimist when it comes to the fills, right? I'm fleeting fast and every so, game. And, and so I am I, to be honest, I, I just, um, I, I don't, I, I don't know what it is. Like it's, it's a weird thing. It feels like this team is fucking cursed. It's do you think just the timing? Like how do how does it always happen like that? How does it always go wrong? How does it always the wrong guy? How is it always the first time Knable gives up whatever? How is it always the first time Sir Anthony gives up a homer? Like why why is that like it's like it just keeps happening over and over again? You know, and it's fucking annoying now. It's really annoying. Honestly. <laughs> Joe Girardi is a bad manager, man. I just, again, with this dinosaur, I just think it's just ancient. It's archaic. It's just, it's just, it's time for a breath of fresh air. I don't know who it is. I I get it. I I get it from like one angle. Like I do, I really do. But at the other, from the other side of the the coin, like he's not like managing like an old dude. I don't feel like, because he's, he's into, he's into analytics. He's into, you know, trying to make, trying to make, you know, smart decisions based on like historical data. Like I, I don't know what it is. I like, you really feel like it's the manager when, you know, these guys, like, especially the relief pitchers, they need to perform or they're going to be gone. So like, I, I can understand. Like, if you want to say like, uh, you know, Nick, just pick a guy, Nick Cassianos doesn't want to play for Girardi. So it goes up to the plate four or five times a night and just looks like shit. And he's like, yeah, whatever. I'm just going through the motions. I'm getting paid 25 million. Yeah. But when you got a guy like Sir Anthony or fucking familia or can going out there once every second or third game, 
he ain't got time to be like, oh, I'm not fucking playing for Girardi, so I'm going to fuck this up. I, mm. I'm not going to try here. I'm definitely going to give up a fucking homer on this guy. That's not happening. That's not happening. Uh, they okay, so they they were like, oh, we signed some quality bullpen help, right? But all those guys that you just mentioned are declining in some way, and their season prior wasn't good. Not, not good yeah, and great. I mean, they're not the know. best. It's definitely it's definitely it's like the scratch and dent bullpen. And how many times are we going to stick a band aid on it, man? Well, and this is the problem though when you go when you got to go and spend all the money that they did on the other shit. I know right? it's it's a delicate situation, but I think if they would have got bullpen help and only signed either you know Schwarber or one Cassianos, of the other, yeah, right? One or the other, you're probably in a better situation because you can get help. I mean, I, I'm not talking. I've I've been saying this. I I gave Middleton a lot of shit. I was very glad he went over the tax, but like Dombrowski, I. Here's the stat when I sent it to you today that just made me want to puke in my mouth. Most home runs allowed ninth inning or later, 2016 to 2020. The Phillies have 135. That's 135 games. Yeah, but is that either. is that is that a true stat? This, yeah. Hey, it's a check mark. I don't mind. No, I I'm pretty sure this is true though, and we we can fact check it later. I'm checking but. it. I'm checking it right the fuck now. What what were the years? 2016. The 2022. I'm checking it right now. Um, if that and, is and, a true and, it, stat. and it honestly wouldn't surprise me if it was, no. you and know, what, it's just, it's just mind boggling. Like stats like that, you know, doesn't hard. It doesn't help that Harper's hurt. doesn't help that those two guys are struggling. that we talked about earlier, Schwerber and Castellanos, uh, JT Romuto, who is he even playing baseball anymore. That's I, if, if there's anybody that I'm going to like go out and say, like my biggest concern is X. It would be, first of all, well, hold on a second. Let's, let's talk about this first. So the stat is correct. This bullpen, I'm sorry. That's the pit. That's the pitchers in general, but it's most likely the bullpen at that point in the ninth and 10th inning, um, ninth and beyond has given up 112 homers, um, from the ninth inning on since 2016 and is number one in the league by six. So, I mean, that's just, that's unbelievable. Like that's on that, that like sucks your fucking soul out. Yeah, It does. Like, what are you supposed to do when your bullpen is that historically bad? When it's been different game after game, different guy, different guy, different season, different manager, like (laughs) what the fuck? That's that. That's incredible. Like that's that's so statistically not possible. You know, <laughs> my wow, God, that's that's the Philly way right there, man. And Holy that's shit! What I'm trying to say is like they're just man. They're they're every game. It's just like I think it was a podcast ago or two. I was like, you know, quarter of the season, quarter of the way out. I every every game, I just get closer to like the fuck are we doing? I know. And now, now it's starting to really get to the point where it's like, all right. I said that this team could win 90. I really truly believe it. No, um, you don't but believe now, that right now. No, at this point, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I believe it anymore. Six. six uh, uh, we figured it out easy. today. That, yeah. We figured it out today. They'd have to win. They'd have to have a winning percentage of 61%. <laughs> 
We have we have a better shot of hitting our under bet because there's already been three goals in the fucking second. Oh fuck! Yeah, I mean that's insane. It's that's that's, (laughs) what? What? Come on! I'm betting the under in the second game. I'll tell you that right now. (laughs) The under right now is sitting at twelve and a half. Oh, it's not good. No, I'm screwed. That's not anyway. Good. Right now, um, right now the Phillies are at a 43 percent, 43 winning percentage. Uh, and they got be, a, a 61 to to go to go to win 90, but they only have to go 53 percent to go 500. And what am I supposed to do with that? I'm just saying it's it's. I think that they can still end up between 82 and 80. Five wins and again, oh, like what are we doing? We're hashing the same shit. And it's different guys. It's unbelievable to me. It's just it doesn't make sense. And we got different managers, like we got different players. It, uh, and like I like I was gonna start saying before, if I had to say one guy, if I had to pick one guy that I'm most worried about and I'm most like almost out on, it's it's JT. Yeah, what uh, what happened? Is he hurt? That's the only thing that makes sense, right? I can't. Bro, I can't get over this. The Avalanche just scored again. Oh, come on. It's six to three. And, bro, there's only been four minutes out of the period. So, so before, right before the podcast started, Kenny and I were like, all right, let's go in on this. Uh, let's go in on this under. Um, because there were five goals in the first period of the. Um, the Western, Western Conference, Conference final game one hockey. Um, and I was like, shit, man, nine and uh, under like five goals already. Like you got to think there's going to be something. Nope. <laughs> nope. Here's four goals in the second period. <laughs> it's not even, it's not even over yet. It's not, it's not even halfway. So, um, so Mike, Mike come in on the, on the YouTube and he said, uh, he's curious to know what, what move or moves that we would make to try to help the team as it is. So like, all right, let's, let's take it like this at the trade deadline. Let's say that the, let's say that they are, you know, at the trade deadline, they're like five out, which I don't know if they will be or not, but let's just say they're five out at the trade deadline. What are you doing at the trade deadline? I can go first. If you want You're. F- <laughs> <laughs> I hate this team so much. Go first. So what I would do is um, I would package, I would package Reese um, and anyone to, to get a, a left-hand reliever. Okay. A strong one, either an eighth or an eighth inning guy or a closer. That's what I would do. Um, you know, Reese Hoskins is nothing special. He plays first base and he's pretty poor at it defensively <laughs> with his bat is not that good. He's a, he's like a vibe guy, but that doesn't really matter right now because they have no vibe. So changing the vibe is clearly necessary. Um, and there, you got a guy in, in AAA right now who has like 15 homers um, and is played in first base. So I'm I'm doing that. I'm packaging Reese and anyone like from the bullpen or two guys, whatever, 
Um, and I'm trying to go, I'm trying to get a left-handed pitcher because this bullpen doesn't have enough left-handed pitchers. Okay. So I hear you. And I think that's a good move. I think you have to move Hoskins. Like that's like probably the only move because who's going to take an expiring JT real Muto was Gene Segura only got one year left, right? Yeah, but it's real Muto is not expired. You mean like hit like physically or like yeah, his contract? Yeah, yeah I know his oh, contract oh, forever. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think Gene Segura, Segura is close to being done. He's got like a year left, I think. Right. I wouldn't trade Gene. He's he's actually pretty solid, man. Okay, but but, here's but what, if you have to, but if you have to, you have to. Yeah. Here's what I want to say to you. Mm-hmm. The Mets are thirty three and seventeen. I don't see a collapse. You don't? No. Okay. Every game, and like I follow this shit on Twitter, you know what I mean? Like, that's where I get, like, you know, NL East information, you know, which isn't great. Yeah. But, yeah. There, you know, there's people that are always tweeting, like, oh, it doesn't matter. The Mets are down. You know, they're going to find a way to, you know, come back and win the games. And that's what they're doing. I don't think you even can catch the division. See, here's the thing. Hold on. I, I just. I know. Uh, oh, there is wild card. The Mets, they added a wild card, too. So there's like even extra space to get in now, but baseball is out of control. The Mets schedule from so far, the first two months of the, of the season has been easy. They've had, they've played like some of the worst teams a lot. The Phillies haven't played the nationals one time. Okay. Like they haven't played them one time. The Mets You're- have played what? You're assuming that they are going to be able to handle the Nationals. Well, I mean, the Mets didn't. They didn't. Mets didn't win every game, but like, I'm just saying that the Mets have played a lot of Washington. They've played a lot of Atlanta. Uh, they've played, you know, they played Seattle, which the Phillies beat up on. They played some San Francisco. Um, we're getting hot, by the way. They played the Diamondbacks. They played. They played the Cardinals. They played the Rockies, like similar to some, some same teams as the Phils, but not the same. Like we haven't played Washington yet at all. They're 18 and 32. So like, I'm just saying, I'm just saying it's not like impossible to see them five games out at the, at the trade deadline. That's not impossible. There are seven games out of the wild card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, I listen, I'm all for trading. You know that I just don't know what gets you over the hump at this point. Like I, I, I almost look at the season almost as like, are we already doing this? Like we're so like, you're going to sell, you're going to sell like, wh- sell you know. what you can, I guess. I, I just don't, uh, <laughs> It's just it's just the same shit over and over again. 10, 11, 12 years of just the same shit. 500 baseball or lower, you know, and even if they finish at 500, it's still probably really fucking disappointing. Not probably. It is disappointing. Yeah, it is. You can't, 100%. I know the Harper injury is like somewhat part of this, but I, I honestly I'm looking at this and I'm like, what you give, you give Schwerber. They didn't lose many because of the outfield defense. Like we'll call it a game two at the most. Yeah. I mean, th- there's a stat like defensive run saved or whatever. <laughs> like they're last in the league in defensive runs saved. 
Like they don't play defense well. We knew they weren't gonna. But when you when you have to force guys like Schwarber and Castellanos to play outfield every night, you know, and with no re- with no breaks at all because you don't you literally don't have anyone else to even put out there, let alone the DH position. Yeah. And then you have the the shit that they have going on in center field, which is a fucking disaster. Mm. Yeah, uh, Roman Quinn made us look like fucking idiots the other week. Yeah. Dude Brutal. can't even run the bases. It's it's unreal, man. And Moniac, you know, like everyone like I was hype about Moniac coming back. I was ready, ready to see him make a difference, and he's gone like uh I don't know. Oh, for six or something. He had a nice defensive play. <laughs> he did. He did, but he he's oh for six at the plate. And like, I, you need time to get started. Like, but I get it. Like, I don't know. I don't know. There's only so much fucking time, man. Yeah, it, you know? it's, cl- it's slowly going away. So then I, here's the next topic of conversation, right? It's obviously, it's obviously uh Girardi, right? Oh, it has to be. And so. It, it, so and what's the le- what's the leash at this point for you? What do you think? Like, what oh, are you man. thinking? Not even for you. Like, what do you think that they're thinking? <clears throat> if they get swept by the Giants, I wouldn't be surprised. Seriously, if he's like, oh, on Thursday the day off. You think they just peace out right now? Fuck it. And here's another reason: Middleton already didn't want to spend the money. He spent the money. The results should be different. And I'm not saying they should probably have the same record as the Mets, right? But they should be in second place and at least seven games over 500. I think. Here's the problem with with like this stuff. Like a lot of times when you make big changes to your team, and we I should have thought about this before this year, but I was just excited. When you make big changes to your team and you bring in free agents and shit, it doesn't usually gel in the first year. Doesn't just doesn't. I it's, hear you, and it's like every sport. Um, but guess what? It needs to. They need. To, they need. They need to make the playoffs, and they need to beat the Marlins, and they need to, you know, win at home. Like there's, there's like a, only a couple things that you need to do to really like get people thinking, like, oh shit, they're actually like trying to to and fucking this- do something different. And not this like late season heroic run, you know, bullshit that they do. Right. But then my point about Middleton and this stat, and again, like I have a few, the Baltimore Oreos, 45 Oreos. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite? I don't don't think, I don't think Oreos are from Baltimore. What's your favorite Oreo? Baltimore. 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 Baltimore O's. So the O's. Gonna go see the the O's. I did. did I ever tell you that time I went to an Orioles um, Astros game? <sighs> what was wrong with it? I like I like Camden Yards. No, no, no. That's not the problem. It's just like baseball without a rooting interest is a little difficult to get on board with. Ah, uh, see, I like it. Ugh, I actually crazy. like it more. That's crazy. I like it more. Yeah, you're crazy. I've only be, experienced it. Behave. I've only experienced that like. Um, I, I like twice or something, two or three times where I went to a game, like a, a, a major league baseball game that didn't involve the Phillies. Mm. I actually liked it because you don't have to pay attention as much. You can get up and walk around. You don't really care. You come back and you like enjoy watching it. Somebody hits a homer. You're like, all right, fuck yeah. And then, you know, <laughs> like it's, it's like, like stress free almost, you know, it would be hot as fuck. Oh, well, 
I mean, my, mine weren't, so maybe that's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, what I'm trying to say before we derailed me again. Um, By the way, best Oreo is the double stuff. Oh, my. Anyone that says the single stuffed Oreo is better is a freaking idiot. You can't, you can't pick if you like Oreos at all. You can't pick a single stuff, regular stuffed Oreo. Who's over eating a, the Oreo for the cookie? I mean, the cookie's good, but it's not. It's not it's like not well, it's not why I'm, double cream. That's, that's not why I'm going in that package. I'm going in there for that white goo. Give me it. <laughs> give me the gooey. Give me the gooey stuff. Uh, is, <laughs> who like didn't that. do this? Who didn't do this? Who didn't take the original Oreos, break them bitches apart, and put it together to make a double cream? Oh, Everybody yeah. did that shit, yep. and even the Oreo people were like, "Wait a minute, we could make." Fuck it. We can make that. We could, you could sell that to the people. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. And I'll tell you what, I like the golden Oreos. I like the lemon ones. I, I like Oreos dog. They're, they're a good cookie. <laughs> I've, I've never had the lemon ones. I don't think, but I had the gold ones. They're good. Have you ever had the lemon girl scout cookies? Oh yeah. 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 I mean, it's like, just like that with cream. Oh, can't go wrong. No, you know, uh, Oreos. It's funny that you bring this up is Oreo. Here we go. We're in. Yo, by the way, another Oreo situation. <laughs> they the other day they came out with this. They came out with a limited. Edi- listen to this. They came out with a limited edition cookie that was Oreo half yeah, Oreo half Ritz peanut butter. I'd fuck that. And I tried to get it, but the website crashed. Oh uh, yeah, I, that. How could that be bad? They can't. It's impossible. It's impossible. It it's, it's it's literally impossible. <laughs> but. What I was going to say is that I think Oreo is is the best box cookie you can get because like nothing and I mean nothing will be better than a raw cookie out of the oven. Nothing. A fresh baked cookie. I don't care what it is, is infinitely better than any store brought cookie. If I'm going to the store, I'll put it this way. If I'm going to the (laughs) store and I'm, I'm doing the grocery shopping and I have want cookies for whatever reason. The cookie that I'm reaching for is Oreos. You have like 30 kinds. I think that's the big thing for me. Like you do love a selection, don't you? Oh, dude, I'm. It's just like it makes more sense to me. Like if I'm gonna be forced to eat something, I want to have forced. You know what I mean? Like if it was like the last thing in the whole entire world, like you could only pick one for the rest of your life. I want as many different flavor options as I can get. I was I was a sucker though for Chips Ahoy. Like that was my jam when I was young. But I'm out, I'm out on that now. I can't even get into that. No, nah, no, not no more. And you know how bad. You know what was really good was the Red Pack, which was the chewy ones. But now they're terrible. They're like yeah. they're 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 not edible. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather eat Cookie Crisp cereal. By the way, let's keep it going. I had to I had to report back to you on the chocolate checks debate. Chocolate checks debate. I am in on yeah. chocolate checks. Told you. It's that sandblasted chocolate shit that's on top of it. It's delicious. <laughs> it it is really good. It is really good. And the milk after is a delicious. Yes. I mean you can have a milkshake or you can have a light milkshake. Whatever you whatever milk preference you're into. Whatever your heart desires. Now I, I, now I wonder serious. if you mix up some of them bitches in like some vanilla ice cream. I wonder if that would be mm. any good. It's gotta be good. Yeah, right. I mean, how could it be bad? We should probably talk about sports. Yeah, that's all right. People like cookies. I mean, if you don't like cookies, you're a criminal. <laughs> I, cookie I crisp. I get it. That was a cookie crisp joke, wasn't it? 
I'm always full of them. I said something yesterday that I was surprised by, but like, I think I take a yum yum donut too a lot over a lot of desserts currently right now. I don't know what it is, but the white lit lightning is just, it has a place in my heart. I think that's what it is. I think you are nostalgic about, mm. about yum yum donuts. You and Jake, both of you. Oh yeah. Big, big t- I used to work there. <laughs> yeah. See, <laughs> look, this, this didn't just happen. Yeah. You know, I like, they literally were like, you can eat whatever you want. I was back there like gorging. On what? Yeah. what? I'm like, uh, there's nothing better than the donut holes when they fresh glaze those son of a bitches. I promise. And then you just dump them in the sprinkles. <laughs> 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 oh man, we are fucking long gone. Yeah, oh yeah, this is this is derailed. Choo choo. Well, the fills the fills are gonna oh, fire stat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is what I was saying about middle. Oh my god, yo! Can you imagine if you're just waiting for the stat right now? It has been <laughs> eight minutes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they made it. I don't know um, if they made it. The the Baltimore Oreos. <laughs> have a $45 million payroll and have the same number of wins as the Philadelphia Phillies who have $232 million payroll. So this is my point where like Middleton's going to get frustrated here shortly. If he's not all right, I imagine he goes home and smokes his cigars because he owns a cigar company and he's like fucking Jojo Rarity. Used to own a cigar company. Yeah, that's a good point. Comp out. But anyway, so that is an alarming stat. Yeah, it is. But listen, man, like I, I I don't know. I, I, uh, I need, I need, I, I hate to say this because no one is going to agree with this, but I, I need, I need two years on this. Oh. Right? No, you're the, not only the whole, one. not the whole squad and not Joe Girardi. I'm just saying like, don't get rid of, don't get rid of like your core dudes that you just signed. Don't get rid of. Like here's your on who's your untouchables right now? No pitchers. Don't don't go down the pitchers road because all right. Well, we can get rid of Reese. Okay, I don't I don't think Segura is untouchable. No, so let's let's go your go your untouchables because it's probably the shorter list. They're all touchable. You would trade you would trade Reese. Uh, you would char you would so Jesus Christ. You would trade Bryce Harper. I would. You're fucking crazy. I'm lying. I would not. I love Bryce Harper. I have a guy right. crush on Bryce Harper. So do I. I was going to. No, those. I was about to go in on that. No, no, those three are the untouchables. You, the two big season acquisition. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm not going to be able to say that word, so I'm not even going to try again. Oh boy. Um, you know what? What's so so your your only three untouchables are Cassianos, Schwarber, and uh Harper. Of the position players. I actually honestly, and this is gonna probably throw some people's brains into a fucking frying pan. I, I think I keep Alec Baum. I really do. Okay, so I was gonna give you my t- untouchables, and in my list of untouchables is Alec Boom. Boom bomb. I I say boom because that's what they say on the radio and shit. Um, Listen, his fielding has cleaned up, even though he did have an error today. But it it wasn't an error. It was a fielder's choice. Probably some dumb bullshit to hide there. Well, he he also made a good play in the field, too. That's what I mean. So, like, he's learning 
I, yeah, he really gonna be, is. He's going to be fine. I, I think that boo situation, you know, I think that really needed to happen. I fucking hate this town. Sign yeah. on up, buddy. I hate it too. Let yeah, we all you. hate it. Look, <laughs> we look, all hate it. Sometimes. Look behind <laughs> me. You'll see an army of people that hate this fucking city. <laughs> yeah. But I think that was good for him, but he's definitely on my list. Everyone else, man. See ya. You know, it's interesting. They have some, they have some young talent. That's like kind of there. Like, you know, Stott isn't that bad. Stubbs no. isn't that bad. Uh, Moniac isn't that bad. As long as he can get going. Um, you know, right there, that's, that's, those are three guys that could start like they could and throw you over, you know? So, you know, I, I would, I would say Segura is one of my guys I'd like to keep. I wouldn't call him untouchable. DD, he's not untouchable. Um, he's even on the team. He's hurt, right? Yeah. He's coming back. He just started a rehab, uh, today, I think actually. So he'll be back, uh, soon, but. Yeah, I, I think if I think you're right, man. If they if they get swept here, um, and right now it's three three in the seventh, uh, as we speak. So, you know, I'm sorry, in the eighth. So if they get swept in this series, I do think that they might they might swing the axe. But then here's here what what's everybody going to complain about? <laughs> what's everybody going to complain about on Twitter? Oh man, they'll want to fire the interim coach too. Maybe they'll maybe they'll just complain about Mike Missinelli. <laughs> Peace, you fucking jerk off. So here, let's let's go into that. So the fills are what they are. We just talked about them forever. Um, oh, half of that was cereal and cookies. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like with Mike the. Uh, I mean, if you listen to this podcast, you most likely listen to sports radio also in Philly. Um, Mike Missinelli came on the air today, 97.5, and... It's with, it's with Kramer, boys. <laughs> I had to quit. <laughs> Fucking pussy. And, I um, hate Mike Missinelli, man. Goddamn. Uh, him and Frank can get on the back of the bus, bitch. He announced that... Uh, it was his last day at 97.5 The Fanatic as a host. I like the one clip where it was like, you know, I've got a bunch of vacation and sick time I'm just going to use, and today feels right. No, that's not it. That's not true. Yeah, they, they were like, listen, dude, this is it. I, I think it. his Twitter is pretty fucking, like, racy. Like, not in, like, a racist way. It's just, like, there's a lot of things he touches on in that bad boy that, like, I feel like as a prominent guy in Philadelphia and you would say he's prominent. Like everyone, if you are near this area, you know who Mike Missinelli is. If you like sports and you are from or live in Philadelphia for an extended period of time, you know who Mike Missinelli is. Yes, absolutely. So like, I feel like some of the shit he, I mean, he blocked me. He blocked a lot of people. Actually, uh, he, he one of the one of the funniest things that was going around on Twitter today was that hopefully now that Mike's not on the air at nine seven five, he'll unblock me so I can see what he tweets. <laughs> <laughs> do you oh, remember man. why I got blocked? I didn't even do anything that bad. Who knows? You probably called him a pussy, and that was that was that. I think he DM'd me. I'm gonna go into my thing. He DM'd he, you? Yeah, I think we were going at it on DM. What? Yeah, normally I'm not controversial. <laughs> On on that on that one, um, uh huh. No, we were going. I forget what we were going on it. I mean, if anyway, it's, yeah. I mean, he, he blocked me, and then I had to make a burner so I could fucking talk to him. 
<laughs> That's what everybody does anyway. Um, yeah, so Mike Missinelli is out at 97.5, and, you know, it's a, it's a long... I mean, honestly, like, dude, it was a little weird, to be honest. I listened to a little bit of it. It was like a funeral. <laughs> I mean... Literally, it was like it was like, all right, let's go to um, let's go to Rob from Downingtown. What's going on, Rob? And he's like, Mike, I just, I listened to you for years, man, and I just don't know. I just I I like if I think about sports, all I wanted to do is call you, and like it's just like, what am I gonna do now? Like, all right, bro, like I get it, like you like the guy, that's cool and all, but like, listen, Mike Missinelli, it sounds to me like Mike Missinelli chose to not be at 97.5 anymore mm. because it mm. sounds to me like there was a contract negotiation and in that negotiation, the word negotiation means that there is an offer. So okay. it sounds to me like Mike wanted more than they were given. And he was like, fuck you. I'm out. And they, they, and probably, they were like, all right, then you're out today. They probably told him to stop his like woke bullshit. You know nah, I mean? don't think, I don't think so. You don't No, I don't, I don't because you know why stuff like that, whether it's right or left, it doesn't matter what side of it the gets, fence it gets calls. It gets, it gets interaction. Although, it gets, like they're down. Y- okay. Yeah. Avalanche scored again. That <laughs> bet's dead. You might as well stop looking. No, I took the over at 12 and a half. <laughs> Are you kidding? I have a problem. You doubled down on it. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, it's, I don't like I mean, to be made a full fry. I mean, they're at 11. So yeah, I'll be all right. What the fuck is this hockey game? There's 11 goals in the second period. What the fuck is going on here? Now, now Darcy, um, Comper is out of the game. How many does, how many does McKinnon have? Not the one we need. I, I, this is actually great. Hockey. Oh, oh my God. The Oilers scored. Connor McDavid. We're, we're live rooting for Kenny to get this over 12 and a half. <laughs> At least I can break even. Um, so yeah, it was a little awkward today. Honestly, listening to Mike Missinelli show. Uh, but I, I truly believe that he has just decided to not be there. And I don't know if that's because he wants to start a podcast and do his own shit, or if that's because he's going to go to 94 uh, when Angelo retires and be on drive time. I don't know. I want Angelo to do the traffic updates. <laughs> it's jammed. <laughs> 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 the Skokal. Um, <clears throat> nah, I just, I think, I, I don't know, man. Like, oh, I got a Doc Rivers thing for you too. I don't know. You probably don't know about this, but I, I put like I, my new category in life is like, are you a Doc Rivers piece of shit? And I put Mike Milsonelli in the Doc Rivers category. So like just what he, he like talks to driven, like okay. I'm the world's greatest fucking, you know, sports talk host ever. I mean, he hasn't said that. Oh, he totes around like it. He definitely, you know, acts like big britches, you know. This one dude, I don't know if you follow him. His name is like Real Blue Prince. I don't know if you. I don't know. He 
he's been in this, like, I would almost call it a legal battle <laughs> with, and it's not, but like the, the way that this thing goes at back and forth and like some of the DMs from Mike Missinelli are like real, real fucking racist. Seriously. Like I'm not even like exaggerating that, you know, in any way. So I feel like a lot of the times, like Mike Missinelli doesn't know when to shut the fuck up. Well, I'm, I mean, that, that could play, that could have been a role. I could have played a factor too. I don't know. We're going to find but out. I also think, like I said this to you, I think I said it in maybe in the group chat or something. I, I think that parks casino is locally trying to like make a push, like with the sports book stuff and everything. Can we, can we talk about why? Uh, well, because there's like million, hundreds of millions of dollars to be made. Honestly. Okay. You gamble a lot. Yeah. Do you have the park? I'm not going to use. I'm not going to use parks, <laughs> but if you're, but if you're Joe, if you're Joe Mc, McDonald from fucking Ben Salem, uh, Delco, and, cause it's right there. And, no, it's not in Delco and parks is all, you know, you know, I, I disagree hundred percent. I mean, I understand what you're saying. It, it feels like sugar house 2.0. Like it's like a small place trying to be big. Yeah. Like remember, remember that was like the push at the flyers games for the longest time was like, come down to the sugar Hill casino. Yeah, it did. it's it's the size. It's, it's, it's the same size as your apartment in fucking Philadelphia. <laughs> that place. Sucks. Oh, the doc river same. So Tim Duncan was going to sign with the magic in 2000. All right. Grand Hill, who rightfully so got hurt and he was done anyway, but Grand Hill, Tracy McGrady, prime Tracy McGrady from Toronto and Tim Duncan, that team probably wins a couple championships, you know, add some more pieces. Do you know why Duncan didn't sign with them? Because of Doc Rivers. Oh, a hundred percent. But you know what he did? No. All Tim Duncan said was, I would like my family to fly on the plane. He said, absolutely not. And Tim Duncan said, okay, well, fuck you. Sign on, on the team plane. I forget what it like. The whole deal was It's something minor for what Tim Duncan was becoming slowly, you know? So it's just, again, doc rivers can't get out of his own way. How much more longer do we have doc rivers? Or should I say Glenn? Well, it's funny. It's funny. Um, everyone's drawn the, the, uh, the parallels between doc and, um, and Girardi. Yeah. You know, um, I guess, I mean, they're old. We're all, we're, we're hanging our hats on an 08 championship and an 09 cha- world series. As Frank says, it's disrespectful to call them dinosaurs, but they are fucking dinosaurs. That's fine, but like, why would he be here if he won in in like 2015? Who? Why wouldn't he still? Why anyone? X man. No, I. Hear why? You. Why would they be here if they won recently somewhere else? Like, listen, that, that is a fair argument, but you know, unless your are, name is Doug Peterson, because in Philadelphia we fire the Super Bowl head coach in two years. Anyway, okay. Do you really think? Anyway, you, no, no, no. I want now. You've you've opened it, so let's just get into it. Do you really think that Doug Peterson is going to change the Jaguars into a perennial team? Do I think Doug Peterson can get them into the playoffs one season? Yeah, I think so. They're not. Doug Peterson isn't this fucking goat of a goat. 
We'll never know. Howie Fucking. Roseman won the Super Bowl. Mm, okay, I can go. To, I can get down with that. Um, I'm not even a big Doug guy at all. Honestly. No, I, I, you're you're right. Like, you know, <laughs> it's, but it's weird. Are you not? Do you not agree that it's weird to fire the guy two years after? <laughs> I think again, it was this like Howie Roseman woke up one day and he was like. Like, you know, the Undertaker meme? He was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, I fucking hate Carson Wentz. I don't like Carson Wentz. Unless that shit, unless that shit about the, all those DMs was real. Yeah. Which we'll never fucking know. That was just some no. dude trying to get a fucking chance. We'll never know. But I really do think that Doug was like defending Carson Wentz, which he probably should at that time. We didn't know that Carson Wentz was a mental, mental midget. Right. Um, so, and I think, I think they were like, oh, this is the deal. Like you can stay here. We want you here. We respect you. We think you're a good coach, but this is how we're running this team from now on. And Doug rightfully so said, no, I won the fucking Super Bowl. I'm running the team how I want to run it. And they're like, peace <laughs> because Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie share a bed together. Literally. Apparently that's probably the case. They get in their little jammies with their bunny stuffed animals and they cuddle each other at night. Listen, and it's worked out right now because like, wouldn't you rather have Howie Roseman with, I mean, listen, talk all, listen, talk all the shit you want on Howie or Jeffrey Laurie, right? This franchise has been pretty fucking successful my whole life. You know, I mean, dude, there are people that are, are, that were born that are young, like in their twenties and don't know anything other than good Eagles. What was that? There was one year though. That was bad. Recently. Oh God. Was there one year? No, I'm, I'm trying to remember. They were my- so fucking putrid in the nineties, dude. It was not even funny. Yeah. Ray Rose, man. Oh my God. And the buddy Ryan. Oh yeah. my God. Well, buddy Ryan was too, too concerned about fucking breaking people's necks. I know. I know. But like uh, people don't realize how good that this team is and has been like consistently just like competitive. I'll say that's, that's a good word for it. You know, the, are we going into the Eagles? Yeah, sure. That was a nice little debate we had the other day with that guy. I don't know who that guy is. Which guy? The one with the check mark who was telling us, uh, he didn't have, um, oh yeah, yeah. You know, what did he say? Uh, yeah, oh, he actually he actually responded, which was like, you know, rare. why these checkmark bitch bitches don't write back to you? You know, like this guy actually like went back and forth and was like actually having to talk about. And he like, had like uh, some legitimate points. But long story short was we were trying to debate if Watkins is the three or if um, is it Pascal. Yeah, Pascal, Pascal, however you want to say it, Pascal. And this one dude was like, how could Pascal be a vet? Well, he is. <laughs> well, he's literally a vet. He's he's been in the league for fucking four. This is fourth year. I mean, what? A, Fifth, what a, this is fifth year. What a crazy thing to be like. Well, how is he a vet? Well, it's simple. If you're don't have an R next to your contract or a one, then you're a veteran. He's yeah, literally he a veteran. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> it's a curious case. Like who? <laughs> I don't know. Listen, man. Here's the thing. I looked back at this and I looked at, I was looking at stats. I was really digging on it just because I was curious. I wasn't even trying to fight anybody. I was just curious about this. Like if you go back and you look at 2020, because 2021, you can't 
look at because the the Colts were in flux. They were different. Wentz was there. Wentz was, you know, a shit show apparently of a human being in the locker room, all this bullshit, whatever. If you go back to 2020 when the Colts were stable and Pascal and you look at 2019, both of those years, both years, similar targets, both years, similar yards, both years, five touchdowns. Listen here. If you're going to get 625 and five touchdowns out of your fucking slot receiver, I'm good with that every year. Oh, 100%. And Watkins isn't a slot guy. Nah. But Brown and what his he had a, he had a really good point. Brown is some he's not a slot receiver, but he's good over the middle. So like you you almost don't need to have like a really good uh his name was Shane, Shane Half. Um you almost don't need a really good wide receiver over the middle because you have Brown. Brown is good over the middle. But if you have Brown and Pascal, I would assume that that's going to make Hurts a better passer over the middle because that's one of his biggest weaknesses. Someone else was arguing like, well, why they give Greg Ward the same amount of money as they gave to Pascal. Not true. They start, they signed Greg Ward to a contract for one and a half million dollars. You know how much of it is guaranteed? Zero. 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 They could cut him and he will not get paid because that's how it works, man. I mean, but in his, in this random Twitter dude's defense, $1.5 million is like 15 cents. Hey, listen, it's, that doesn't mean that the, I'm looking at this guy and I know that last year he had a bad situation. Would you say that his bad situation was Carson Wentz? I would. Yeah. I can't. Yo, you're going to that game, right? Did you, did you, I don't, uh, it's not confirmed. Oh, you're in that limbo stage. Yeah. Yes. Too. Yes. Yes. <sighs> It's, t- it's tough, <sighs> but listen, I'm not on. I told you I'm not, I'm not on Carson Wentz Hill anymore. I've listened to the facts. I have, gi- I've been given the facts and other than just people being bitches and hating on people, I've been given enough facts to make a decision to get off of Wentz Hill, which I've already talked to- told you on, and on this podcast. And listen, if that's, if that's the case last year, you can't count Pascal's st- stats against him from last year. You can't. I would like to find one person on the Colts that has something nice to say about Carson Wentz. But there's no reason for anybody on the Colts to have anything nice to say about Carson Wentz. Yeah, he it doesn't them get them. Off. It, costs it them. doesn't. And also, it costs them certain players bonuses, I'm sure, right? Like there's a bonus. Prob- yeah, probably. He probably yeah, costs so- him one. Wow. So what happens when you spend all your money killing birds. He doesn't need that shit. He's got a sponsorship with Bobcat. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're probably not. Well, I'm not kidding. He really does have that, but someone chimed in on your dinosaur tweet, by the way. Was and, it me? Uh, oh, I don't know. I, I just reached <laughs> I just put a dinosaur and I told him to shh. <laughs> no. Uh, no, this is know? some ran this is some other random dude. Um <clears throat> he's from Florida. Yeah, okay. His opinion means nothing. But he says I'd throw a, I'd throw a beer right on the ice and then multiple other things if my team lost in the game seven like that. <laughs> oh, I love him. <laughs> oh man, it's funny. It's funny. But I, I just Pascal the Pascal Watkins things is 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 funny to me because they're not the same. Like they're different players in general. So I don't know how it's going to work out. But all I know is that already the the 
the anticipation <laughs> of the Eagles. Like the Eagles literally just put out a hype video today. <laughs> Did you see it? No, but I'm ready for the train. And everybody's and everybody's jerking off already to fucking Jalen Hurts wearing pit vipers, you know, on the on the on the practice field. It's like, all right, man, here we go. We're going. We're going. We're here. And and Jalen Hurts is wearing one glove, like just like uh just like Tom Brady, and he worked with uh Tom House, and you know, he's got a different throwing motion. Hey, real quick. I have twelve and a half in. Should I hit thirteen and a half? Oh my God, dude. I can't, I can't, I can't chime in on this <laughs> because it's totally unrealistic to bet a 13 and a half goal over under on hockey. It's just, it's just, it's just wrong, man. I got to believe they're going to score two more goals. I mean, everything suggests, you, don't that you will. gotta, don't you gotta believe they're going to start playing some fucking defense. They can't. What do you mean? They can't. And now the avalanche goalies out. Oh, I would, I would hit that then. Yeah. <laughs> My father was going to be like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? <laughs> oh, it's another 25 bucks. Uh, yeah, 25 bucks. It. It's in 25 there. bucks. 25 it's bucks. It's in there. Well, come on. Load in. Come on, Pookie. Um, One of these has to hit. <laughs> You're going right, to fucking land right in the middle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, always, it always happens. It's a fun game. These are the these are the games you live for. You know what I mean. You got nothing left in the tank. Um, yeah. The one. Do you, feel, do you know what I'm? You know what I'm saying though with the Hertz thing and like the Eagles and the, you know, all the eggs in the basket and the. Oh, it's not the, good. The pressure, and blah blah. I mean, just keep going and 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 and. You know. Well, and that's why we were saying last week, like you kind of want the Eagles to kind of like, or I'm sorry, the Phillies to kind of like help it along, you know, you ain't going to get that. doesn't seem, I don't know. I got one more bone to pick with you before we hang up on this podcast. Kenny, I got something for you. (laughs) What? I bought an earwax camera An earwax camera. Yeah. You stick that bitch in. Right. And then you just, you you, my ears are flawless because I have an OCD thing with my ears. I got to clean them every day. I got to just clean. But why, but why is it a camera? Why do you need to see in there? So you can see how much wax and disgustingness is in there. But why do you need to look in there? Why don't you just use a Q-tip and clean it out? Well, first off mistake. Number one, you're not supposed to use a fucking Q-tip. God damn it. It pushes it all in and compact. I'm about to come over to your house and bring the camera. Okay. You're going to bring the, the, what do you use? The wire thing? It's wireless. Come on. It's 2022. No, no. What do you use to clean your ears? Tell me. Oh, I don't really want to get that. Disclose that on the podcast. <laughs> is it that? Is it that? I mean, geez, <laughs> you're the one that brought up earwax cameras. Well, anyway, so this camera, it has a little, <laughs> it has a little rubber hook on the end of it. So you can clean out what you got in the gunk. I got you. I tell you what. It's better than the paper clip I use. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they uh, make those. They make those spiral things, like those little yeah. twisty spiral Johns. Listen, I know where. Like I've been doing. Like I, I'm not making this up to you. I have like an OCD issue with my ears, and like, because like as a kid, I had like excessive wax buildup, mm-hmm. and that shit hurts. Like when you were a kid, you know what I mean. Like. 
anyway, long story short. So, you know, I went in there and don't get me wrong. It's a battlefield, <laughs> but I'm pretty squeaky clean. We can't even get into Chrissy's ear. I mean, that's kind of impressive that there's a camera that's that good quality that you can put in your fucking ear canal and it, it, you can see it. Let me tell you for $27. This is how much this thing costs. Just what is it like Bluetooth? Like what is yeah, this thing? It, no, it's Wi-Fi. It connects. I have it to the iPad. So, you know, you got that big ass screen so you can see what the fuck <laughs> the, the filth in there. You know what I mean? Oh my God. That's funny. I'm just shit. saying you should, uh, you should check it out. You'll be impressed with, and you with your fucking Q-tips. I guarantee you that shit's compacted in there. You, Oh, we will share the link from the podcast. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think I, and you can videotape yourself going in. Why would you do that? I mean, you know, watch the game film, see how you can do better. So why in the world, why in the fucking world do you think that charcoal is bad? Oh, because we need to talk about this. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is easy. Charcoal is the way to grill. I, I disagree. I'm not saying that uh, that people that use gas grills are lame or suck, but you but like I think that charcoal is better. Listen, for the longest time as a single man, what were they going to do? Fire up my charcoal grill, wait 30 minutes, and then wait six hours for it to fucking scroll? Uh, no, no, it does not take. It does not take fucking 30 one minutes. Single fucking frozen chicken breast I was throwing on that bitch. I mean, at that point, buy a fucking George Foreman. Okay, first off, he's dead. Okay, single county is dead. All right, he's never coming back. All right, buddy? you know what I'm saying? Though, buy a George. Why are you firing up a big ass grill for a That's fucking single saying. chicken it breast? Just, it was just easier to just always use gas, and I don't like the headache. I like the smell of charcoal. I don't even use charcoal. I use lump hardwood. Oh yeah, hardwood. Lump coal. Lump coal, hardwood. I'm so far past you and your grilling capabilities. I smoke now, okay? Okay. Well, guess what? You can smoke in a charcoal grill, bitch. <laughs> yeah, and it's not even going to be remotely close to what you get out of a smoker. <laughs> Listen, I'm all about convenience and easiness, and no, it's just the way a cookie crumbles. I, I don't have anything against it. I, I just I think it's funny. Like Charcoal people are fucking charcoal fucking people, dude. Yeah, charcoal, no, you're right. It, it charcoal, is a thing. Charcoal, like you, are you, are you a fucking poor person using? No, see, I don't do that though. Because here's the thing: gas grills cost way too much money. Propane? Are you kidding me? Gas grills cost way too much money. <laughs> yeah. No, I. You know. I mean, I just pay three hundred dollars for a fucking charcoal grill. It's not like they're that cheap. But that thing I like three hundred dollars. I bought. I I just bought a new one. What, what, is that what you use on Memorial Day? Mm. Oh, you saw my grill. Sweet. Yeah, it's it's. I bought a new a new version of the same grill. <laughs> Three hundred dollars for that? What do you think? It, what do you think it costs? I, it, it should cost twenty nine dollars a dicks. Stop it right now. You don't understand. There's there's shit going on. There's like an ash basket. There's there's like fucking dampers that are st like you could set the you could you know you can control temperatures and shit. <laughs> also, you can do zone cooking, which you can't do on grass grills. I mean you absolutely can do zone cooking. I know, I'm just kidding. You just fire the left side a little lower. <laughs> That's I, all you I, you know. 
it, it doesn't really matter, and I'll probably get some shit for this. I'm a huge proponent of the thermometer, man. I love it. Definitely, the it definitely tastes different, though, man. It does. It does for sure. But like, listen, that like yeah, that energy ain't worth it for me. It's too no, much. Thermometer, thermometer is key, especially you know if you're going to be doing some long range cooking and you you know you need like a Bluetooth thermometer. Oh, I agree. I like the honestly, I like the uh, Thermo Pro with the long lead. That's yeah. like you can't burn it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that thing. Um, there's nothing more frustrating than pulling something off the grill and then going inside and then you're ready for dinner and then you're like, shit, put it on the frying pan. <laughs> it's not done yet. So yeah. I'm a big proponent of the thermometer. Uh, you got to have a meat thermometer. It's key. Yeah. Don't eat raw chicken. It will kill you. Um, be careful and use charcoal. <sighs> Charcoal. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, the Phillies are dead uh, in a dead heat, and it is uh, ninth inning. Um, so it seems like they will need to take care of business in the in the bottom of the ninth, and if not, it will go extras. And I am on the same page as Kenny. If for some reason the Phillies lose this series, or no, not lose the series, if they get swept. By by the Giants, um, it might be lights out for Girardi. It probably should, and probably and probably should be. Like I said last week, you can only change a certain. Like there's only a couple things you can really do to tweak a team in 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 the season like this, and it's either the players step up or you change the manager. That's that's those are the only two options. And if the players don't step up, then you assume that they're not playing for the manager. That's the only thing that you can do. Right, which so. you know, I, I, you'll never really know who's quitting on who. I guess, right? No, never. No way. Uh, some of so. us would like to believe that they didn't quit. I hope that I they, they did. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I just to, don't think. I don't think professional baseball players are going up there striking out on purpose. I just don't find that. Yeah, I don't think no, I hear you. But like, maybe like the energy. There's yeah. definitely like it may like a, I could see like a mindset like where like you know mental headspace where you're like you know you're kind of lackadaisical and you're just going up there and you're like you know not 100% focused you didn't take enough Adderall <laughs> <laughs> bring it on back bring it on all right back. so listen man next week by the time we make another podcast the Phillies may have another a new manager and the word on the streets is that. The reason that Mike Missanelli is uh, leaving 97.5 is to be the manager of the Philadelphia oh, Phillies. Stop it. That's a joke. Could you imagine? I, I did I, see that. I did see that on Twitter though. <laughs> I'm sure you did. Uh, and I'm sure, I'm sure that it's not going to happen, but yeah, oh, I, 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 that would be bad, bad for the brand. He did say on the air today that he would, that he'd be interested in being a scout for what the Phillies. Come on, stop. He played high school baseball. He played high school baseball, man. I don't know how far along he played baseball, but he I know he played high school baseball. He talks about it a lot. Uh, <laughs> the 97.5 is in a weird spot, though, because people don't like Ty either. No, I know. And that dude, that Hunter Brody dude, he looks like a J.O. 
He just looks like a, uh, um, an opinion guy, like a, which I mean, that's what you need on the radio, right? Yeah. I mean, he definitely has a radio voice. Don't get me wrong. He's a personality. That's what they need. That's yeah. what they need. Because Ty, Ty's not really a personality, man. He's very... No. Um, Ty is like, woe is me. Yeah, kind of. And he's just like really not outspoken, really. Nah, he just... Yeah. He's Ty's very a, even. He's very even keel. Ty's one of and those he doesn't people. really he doesn't really debate with anybody. He just like like says something, and if you disagree, he's like, "Well, you're wrong," and he pushes the uh, you know soundboard or whatever to make fun of you, and then he hangs up on you. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, exactly. I I'm not looking forward to it. It's not that it's gonna affect me at all because I don't watch or listen. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. Right now. It is hard to look at anything other than the Eagles and be excited about Philadelphia. Seriously. Breaks my heart. <laughs> I know, does it? And we have to deal with it. And again, dude, can you imagine if the Eagles come out and go like one and five? <laughs> <laughs> Don't. By the way, maybe working on a little something, something for week one. I don't know. I don't know yet, but. We might have a little um, a podcast, a little podcast war with oh. um, with oh, somebody right. from, from out in Detroit. So did we'll they, see. Uh, we'll see. Did they DM our manager yet? <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> we'll have to take the first step on that one. They don't uh, want to get on that. Oh man! All right, we got to hang up on this bitch. Um, hey. Thanks for listening. Thanks for liking. Thanks for sharing. Um, I did see some people share the podcast last week. Thank you. Uh, I think I saw a couple. I mean, John Klein. Thanks, bro. Uh, Mike, I know he shared it. Uh, Gordy's always telling people about it. You know, we have some people in our circles that are that are doing, you know, doing the leg work, yeoman's work for, you know, telling people about the podcast and somehow people are listening and finding it. So we really appreciate it. <laughs> and um, hey, you never know. Maybe in a couple of weeks or a couple of months from now, we'll be talking, telling you about how you need to shave your balls. Because <laughs> those are the kind of ads that low-end podcasts. Yeah, yeah I'm, so, I'm, I'm there for that. <laughs> or, surprise, Dave and I are filling in for Mike Missinelli. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could go three hours without dropping an F-bomb. I honestly don't. I could do it. I could do it, too. If they match my salary, I'll do it. For one day, <laughs> one week at 97.5. It's your host. It's fucking Kenny here. It fucking <laughs> lands now. Uh, Cancel me now, Frank, you stupid bitch. All right. Well, Frank, I hope you're listening. And no, um, I hope you're not. Well, no, I we, do hope you listen. Then you never listen again, Frank. No, we need guys like Frank. No, fuck Frank. I, I'm going to, I might invite Frank on the podcast. Oh, I don't know if you want to invoke that. I might, cause we could just kick him out whenever. That's true too. Yeah, just hit him with the old. Leave the studio. You know I mean, I could just hit the remove button, boop, and he's gone. I might do it. <laughs> I don't that could care be, what that you could do. be You're the manager. That could be enthusiastic radio right there. I'm just gonna sit there with like a stank face. I'm not even gonna talk. It would just look like your computer's frozen. You'd be like, <laughs> just a All frozen right. face. We're dragging. All right, love you guys. Thanks a lot for sharing the podcast. We appreciate the love, and we'll talk to you next week. Please, please root for the Phillies to win. I need it. 
Goodbye. The pillies are dead. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Just like that overbet. <laughs> Later. Zing. Coming at you.